Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It's Essex Girl here. Shade or Shade, whichever one floats your boat. And I'm Jennifer, Jenny, Jen. I answer to all. And I'm Bianca, full-time member of the Beehive. And this is She's in a Pod. Hello beautiful people and welcome to the latest episode of the She's in the Pod podcast where you'll be joined by me. Yep, that's right, it's just me today which is kind of weird because I'm so used to being with the two girls and bouncing off ideas. But yeah, you've only got me today so... (laughs) But don't worry, I'll make sure your time here is worthwhile because we'll be going into some deep topics So grab a drink, some snacks, and let's get started. So I'm sure you can tell by the title that we'll be talking about mental health. And it's probably something that you've been seeing around lately because of Mental Health Awareness Week and World Mental Health Day as well. So there's quite a few things that's been happening. And then also for me personally, because I work in mental health as an occupational therapist that's also probably what prompted me to speak about this topic it's quite passionate um topic of mine and it's really something that I love talking about and I really want to create more awareness um too as well so for those that don't know I'm an occupational therapist I work in mental health in a psychiatric hospital, specifically a forensic setting, but that, that's only because I also work with people who have index offences. And I basically help them with the transition into the community, or if they're not ready for the community, I help them basically with rehab. And we do a lot of clinical assessments and just a lot of therapy really for them. Um, as you can imagine, they've experienced a lot especially if they have a more severe mental illness but then I also work with people who have more milder mental illness like could be anything from depression anxiety 
I work with people who have schizophrenia, personality disorder, different forms of psychosis and much more. So yeah, I think that mental health is something that we need to be talking about more. I'm aware that there are a lot of organisations out there that talk about mental health, but I still feel like there's a stigma attached to it. And there's, I don't know, it's we're probably still like finding it a bit awkward to talk about. It's a difficult conversation, I can imagine. And I think that the only way we're going to see change in certain places is if we actually talk we actually like talk about it but yeah I really want to talk about mental health in the workplace just because I've had a lot of friends recently and myself I guess as well who have spoken about the struggles of working or the struggles of finding a job or just anything related to the workplace really because as you can imagine it's stressful even if you really love your job like it can be quite stressful and mentally draining so I read an article um if I can find it again oh yeah so I read an article it was on the cnbc.com website and it was titled half of millennials and 75% of gen zers so generation z's quit their jobs for mental health reasons and it surveyed around 1500 people over the ages of 16 which went right up to the oldest age in the workforce so yeah quite surprisingly 75 percent of the gen zers so that's between 18 to 22 and half of the millennials so between 23 and 28 said that they left their jobs partially due to mental health reasons And it's interesting when you compare that to the baby boomers who are between the ages of 55 and 72, 73. Their numbers were said to be the lowest and only 10% of people said that they left their job because of mental health related reasons. I don't know. I found this really interesting because I feel like those people, so generation and millennials we make up a huge percent of people leaving the workforce right now because of their mental health and I don't know I think there's definitely several reasons as to why there's several layers that you'd have to uncover and everyone has different circumstances and I also know that there might be mixed views on this um there are some people out there that just don't feel like it's necessary for somebody to leave their job just because of that But I'm of the belief that if you find something is not serving you, you don't have to be tied to it. Of course, we have responsibilities um, such as paying our bills and everything else. But at the end of the day, your health is priority. Like you cannot come and kill yourself. It's just a non-negotiable. Like if I was working somewhere that was causing me to become ill, like let's say it was directly, God forbid, affecting my kidneys or lungs or gave me a disease people will literally jump up and say oh you need to leave don't worry there's plenty more from of where that came from and there's why are you staying in this job sort of thing without any hesitation or doubt they would say that most likely but when it comes to mental health people are almost dismissive of that term and they would most likely say this person's being irresponsible or they're being selfish and not thinking about the long-term future. 
well, I have news for you guys. Your health is your long-term future. And just like you're physically investing in it, mentally, you should be too. Like I said in the beginning, we have to see mental health in the same way that we see physical health. We cannot ignore the fact that this is detrimental to our well-being. It's detrimental. And it's just something that we can't ignore anymore. And I know, like I said before, it's being spoken about more often, like in the media, with organisations, putting up events, people going to schools. So I'm not dismissing the fact that there isn't work being done, but I just think, especially in the workforce, this is just something that is still on a hush-hush. You know, even if even though HR is there, occupational health, like it's still on a hush-hush level. But anyways, that's just something that I really wanted to highlight and I'm assuming that a number of listeners are currently working or applying for jobs maybe some people find it more easier than others or there might be some people who are wanting to leave their jobs and start a business not just for financial freedom but also for the freedom from their mental burden that comes with the current job so anyways just don't forget to protect yourself and that's in your head as well as out of it and protecting yourself your well-being should be your number one priority but anyways I don't really want to lecture at you let's just get straight into some of the tips that I have thought of that I apply to myself as well on a daily basis and just a disclaimer I'm not saying that this will take away all your troubles it won't but it might help you manage it and it might help take off the burden of you know carrying this around so anyways let's get straight into it so the first one is to get yourself a support system I think it's important to have a few trusted people that you can turn to and talk to and I say a few people because Making one person in isolation your support system is very unsustainable and it puts a lot of pressure on that one person and it's asking a lot. I know I've been in that situation a few times where I would never say no and I still won't say no because I always try to be there for people but sometimes, especially if it becomes excessive and it's more frequent than you would like it does become don't really want to say a burden but it does have an impact on the person on the receiving end so I think sometimes you do have to make sure there's a good balance between how much of yourself you're giving out especially if you're like me and you're working in a setting that's already mentally challenging so once you come out of work you don't want to have to face the same things on a daily basis and it's not being selfish it's just making sure you put yourself first you know so that's my first tip the second one would be check in with how you're feeling it's so easy to get caught up in the daily grind of life and just be completely oblivious to how you're actually feeling I mean we only often check our feelings when we're extremely high or extremely low but that place in between is really important 
And it's important to do those self-check-ins every now and again, just to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Number three, other things as a crutch. And I can relate to this so much. These things can include food, Netflix, relationships, literally anything that you could be doing excessively. Just make sure to keep an eye on those things and um, just make sure you're doing everything in moderation because it's really important to remember that too much of anything can cause you harm, especially when it's just a temporary escape because eventually you're going to have to face whatever you're running away from and it might not be a pretty sight if you're ill-prepared. So instead of using things as a crutch to mask the pain of what you're going through, try to look at what the root cause is and tackle that. It's not going to be easy, but in the long run, it will be better for you, especially in helping you build those coping mechanisms and help you prepare for any more challenges that you may have on the way. Because let's face it, like we live in a world like everything isn't all perfect and it's never going to be perfect we're going to find ourselves in challenging situations so definitely make sure you're not bottling things up or you're avoiding things because I can do that as well like I sometimes I remember there was a period when I was just watching a lot of Netflix like if I was stressed I would just go straight to Netflix and I would do that because I didn't want to think about it anymore I wanted to be in a different world so so to say and it just became too much for me because as I was shifting my attention to somewhere else or trying to avoid this thing that was basically affecting me it was building up like it wasn't getting tended to and I'm sure that most of us do that on a daily basis or a weekly basis, or a monthly basis, or it might just be periodically, but it's really important to recognise when you're doing that. Otherwise, kid you not, like, otherwise, you might find yourself in a really challenging situation where you wouldn't even know what to do because you've avoided it for so long. So number four, learn to say no to things. And don't worry about FOMO, so the fear of missing out. This one is very difficult because, like I said, I like to help people out. I used to be, I wouldn't say I am now, but I used to be a people pleaser. Like, I used to just want to make sure that everyone is happy and put myself last. And I would just say yes to things. I would say yes to things because I didn't want that person to feel bad. And I would also say yes to things because I didn't want to feel like I was missing out on whatever that opportunity was. And I think sometimes as you get older, because as you get older, you just realise that everyone is on different paths and what might be good for somebody else is just not good for you. And you value your time more. You just realise that you can't just say yes to everything. Sometimes you just have to say no and you don't have to have a reason for it so for example going out to places I used to like I don't know not really make up an excuse but I used to say oh I'm busy I'm working and I'll find work for me to do just so that I don't feel guilty about not attending this particular event I've now come to realise that I don't need to give a reason as to why I don't want to go somewhere sometimes I just want to chill sometimes I just want to be in my bed lying down doing nothing 
and that's completely fine it's okay so if you don't want to do something don't feel like you have to and don't feel like you're missing out on something I mean unless it's a you know depending on what it is if it's an opportunity that you just can't miss and yeah by all means try to attend but if it's affecting your mental health or your well-being or you're just not feeling up to scratch make sure you take time to have some time to yourself because the more we're around other people the more likely you can lose sight of you know yourself and like maybe the current situation that you're going through or just really checking in with yourself so yeah that's would be my fourth point learn to say no to things and lastly I would say track your gratitude and achievements with a journal I say that because we often don't even give ourselves the credit we don't give ourselves any credit and I used to write long lists of what I wanted to achieve in like a week or a day and these lists would go up to like 20 20 tasks that I needed to complete in a week that would give me so much anxiety to the point where I would get so mad at myself for not achieving any of these things and I would put myself down and just say oh you haven't done anything you're so lazy what have you got to say for yourself like these thoughts would be going through my head and it's really a such a negative way to think it's such a negative mindset to be in so I would say track your achievements in small sizes and track your task and what you've completed in small chunks as well because realistically especially if you're working a nine to five and you have a side hustle for example it's really hard to manage all those as it is and then for you to on top of that add your 10 to 20 lists of things that you need to achieve in that week or that short frame time frame it really puts a lot of pressure on you so I would say include three things that you were able to accomplish today and three things that you are grateful for as well and just recognize that you have achieved certain things and even if it's the smallest thing as I don't know you what can I say you made yourself lunch for that week yeah so that is an achievement as itself because it's something that you needed to do and it's something that you have done as well and it might just be the most miniature thing that you wouldn't really recognize you just overlook it basically so I would say yeah track your achievements and keep your task list to a minimum and just build it from there like keep it to two or three every couple of days and you will see those changes you will see those improvements whereas if you have a longer list you're more likely to just get depressed especially if it's something that takes a long time so yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you learned something from it I think obviously I wasn't able to go into everything I think mental health is such a a massive topic of discussion so there's definitely a lot more areas that I could have gone into but I think for now the main thing that I want to 
people to take away from this is that A, you needed to put yourself first. Put yourself first. Kind of put other things to the back seat for a bit and focus on your own well-being. Because at the end of the day, if you're not at 100%, everything else most likely won't even align. So yeah, that's really what I wanted to get at. Make yourself a priority. And then also like check in with your own mental health. Um, I think a lot of us do mask our feelings a lot and a lot of things get swept away, especially if you're under pressure and you have certain things that you want to get done that we forget about our mental self. But when it comes to the physical side of things, we're just on job. So really don't neglect your mental health at all. And if you do feel like you need to speak to somebody or if you don't know what to do, um, reach out to a friend, reach out to a counsellor and just make sure that it gets out and don't keep it to yourself. I think that's what this whole mental health awareness campaign is all about, like for people to speak up and speak out about their experiences and what they're going through. And there's so many avenues you can take, there's so many platforms and so many organisations that are out there that you can access, um, which I think is absolutely amazing. So yeah, you've come to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you guys have any questions or any comments or what I just mentioned, please do reach out to us. You can reach us at she's in the pod on twitter at she's in the pod on instagram on our website so www.she'sinapod.com and just send us like any feedback or messages about this particular topic this is definitely something that we'll be talking about more often when the other girls are here as well yeah we just i kind of just wanted to shine a light on this topic and it was on my heart so yeah thank you very much and i will see you in the next episode with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.